Do you want to be free and fearless? Of course you do. This is a podcast for ambitious women who want to stop settling and start growing. I'm your host, Lydia, a blogger, course creator, and business owner. And I'm here to help you build a badass blogging business, create unlimited freedom and income, and be bold and unapologetic. Join me for weekly episodes on anything related to business and blogging, life design and financial independence, and personal growth and mindset. So let's push through our fears, align to our vision, and be the boss. Hey, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. Before we get into today's topic, let me just share some things that happened since the last episode. It's been two weeks, I think, and my year is off to a great start and I'm taking inspired action in my business weekly. I created my best freebie so far. A freebie is something I offer for free to subscribers of my email list. And I have a whole library of resources once you join, such as ebooks, cheat sheets, guides and printables. But I've had an idea for something different this time and I finally felt really inspired to get it done in two or three days and share it with you all. The feedback has been amazing and it's a more interactive freebie as it's a challenge. It's a seven-day journal challenge via email where I share daily journal prompts and affirmations to help you build an abundant business. It's for the woman who's really into manifestation, who loves journaling and is ready to uncover those limiting beliefs, define what her dream business looks like and become the person running that business today energetically so she can attract it in her physical reality. Journaling and affirmations have been a big part of my life in the last few months and I've definitely felt beautiful changes. So I wanted to create something that will help you welcome abundance in your life and business. That will get you thinking and bring clarity so you can know what you need to stop, what your next move should be, and what from your current reality is holding you back. If you want to join the challenge, simply head to letsreadsuccess.com journal. The link is also in the show notes of the episode. Once you sign up, you immediately get a welcome email from me. So go ahead and open it to confirm your subscription because that's the only way to start receiving the journal prompts and affirmations in the next 7 days. Also in that welcome email, I provide a link to the free resources library so you can find all my freebies in one place. I absolutely love the Abundant Best Journal Challenge. That's how it's called. And I've used all the journal prompts inside it myself and they've helped me tremendously. So if it sounds like your kind of thing, join by visiting letsreadsuccess.com slash journal. Okay, another exciting thing was that I did my first podcast interview. I was a guest on someone else's show and that someone is a fellow business owner who became more of a friend. We connected through a manifestation workshop I joined in December and have been chatting a lot since then on Instagram. I also interviewed her on the blog because she's a spiritual mindset coach and has a lot to share. Her name is Kewa and her podcast is called Living in Fierce Alignment. So if you search for it, look for episode 156 because that's our interview. 
I'm sharing this because I've been rejecting any other podcast interviews I was offered in the last years. And that was yet another way I was hiding myself online. Yes, I have a story to share and a lot to talk about. I have my own podcast. But just the feeling of showing up on someone's show and having to just go with the flow and answer anything they asked me, well, it made me feel uncomfortable. It was out of my comfort zone. And also I'm in Europe, so that meant scheduling a call in between time zones and I don't really have set hours for anything in my work. But when Kayway invited me, I knew I had to say yes this time. First, because I really like her and couldn't say no. And second, because one of my main business goals lately has been to stop hiding online and get myself out there more. So this came at the right time and it was an opportunity for me to get out of my comfort zone. So we had that Zoom call and needless to say, I had absolutely nothing to worry about. I didn't prepare in any way. We just had a natural conversation and it was really nice to see what direction it goes in. I thought the episode would be more about business, but actually it was about lifestyle design, how I got to where I am, how I attracted my current reality, how I'm doing things differently now and much more. I shared some stories in details that I haven't shared before and my fear of showing up on podcasts is gone and I feel really good about it. For the rest, I'm super inspired and productive as I'm in content creation mode, working on my new course Fearless Content, which is going to be so valuable and easy to digest and covers interesting topics such as content creation and branding and personal development and spirituality. I never mixed these before, but now it's happening in a unique way and I'm following my intuition. I'll talk more about it later, but you can always see all my programs if you go to letreadsuccess.com slash courses. Okay, so let's get to today's episode. Many of you have asked me questions about Instagram, how I use it, how I create the graphics, how I grow my audience, how I feel good about showing up there often and how I decide what to post about. There's a lot going on for me there lately, so I wanted to record a whole episode on that and talk about not just using Instagram for business, but actually having fun doing it. And fun is a key word here. Because if you're just pushing yourself to be there, doing what others are doing, posting too much or too little, comparing yourself to others, sliding into people's DMs and feeling salesy, well, something is just not right. So now I'm going to share with you how I use that platform. I've used Instagram for business a few years ago, but then I was doing completely different things from now. I was posting motivational quotes and my content was related to personal development. I wasn't showing my face and got a certain amount of followers, but it just didn't lead to anything. It was absolutely pointless, actually. So I left it behind and literally didn't even log into my business Instagram account for around one and a half to two years. During that time, I was using my personal Instagram account, but not that much. And I was growing my vlogging business. But in 2020, I decided to finally get out of my comfort zone, focus on branding and marketing, and just get out there. One of the decisions I took other than rebranding my site and starting the podcast, was to also go back to using Instagram for business. 
I wasn't sure how to go about it and I was also having a hard time managing my personal account and the business one as I didn't want people from my personal to know about my business one and vice versa. That was actually causing me stress so I had some final decisions to make as I didn't want to spend time switching between accounts and hiding from some people while engaging with others. So I knew I wanted to go all in on my business and didn't really enjoy using my personal account. So I deleted it. I focused solely on the business one, only followed people I admire and want to learn from and started connecting with like-minded women, people from my audience and just other business owners. I came back to my business account with a fresh perspective and with new energy. I wasn't going to use it for money and didn't want to become any sort of influencer and work with brands on social media. I had another intention. And setting your intention before you do anything is really important. I wanted to use Instagram for branding and to connect with people. And that's exactly what I got. In the beginning, I wasn't sure what to post, what colors to use, how to share my content from the blog on my Instagram, as there was only the bio link available. But I wasn't in a rush to start posting often or anything, so I began observing, deciding who I don't want to be on that platform and going with the flow. I showed my face more often and created more graphics and quotes that inspire and educate, because that's the content I want to be associated with. I wasn't even sure what exactly to write in my bio and most people just assumed I was starting a business now or that I was a coach. Later I did figure it out and I created my mission statement, added a sentence to my profile saying who I want to help and used the name field to add my first name and what I do. It now says Lydia, vlogger and course creator, cause that's what I am. My nickname has always been Let's Reach Success. So feel free to find me and connect if you're active there. I didn't rename that as my business is still about my content, not that much about me, even though I'm showing more of myself now. I also have many resources to share, so it made sense to create the so-called link tree, but on my website. What I mean is to get all my most important links in one place and share that URL in my bio link. So I published a new page on my site. The web address is letsreadsuccess.com slash ig. It was important to make it pretty and super simple and it's meant for Instagram users who click on it so the name says it all. I created it with Elementor which is a free WordPress website builder and it's simply a page that shows my picture and all the important links I have to share with people. These can change over time but usually it's the blog, the podcast, the latest interviews, my about page a page with all my courses in one place and one or two freebies, usually the newest ones. So with this, I quickly covered the story of how I ended up using Instagram for business again, how I set my intention before starting and how I set up the profile and how I represent myself on the platform. Now it's time for the next section of this episode where I'll talk about the content I share and how it's the most natural and genuine way to form relationships, grow your reach and be taken seriously in your field. Many people reached out on Instagram to say they like my feed and the vibe and the content and I love hearing that so thank you. It all came naturally, there was no actual strategy or plan and that's why I'm enjoying it more than before. 
I already had my main brand covers on the blog, as well as the topics I cover, so it made sense to just keep sharing that but on Instagram and in a format that does well there. I posted more pics of myself at first, but didn't really enjoy that. And even though I can provide value and share tips in the caption, I also wanted the visual element to be educational or inspiring or both. For the actual graphics, I use Canva. It's absolutely free and it's a big part of my business as I've used it for all other visual elements I have. It offers Instagram templates and you can create stories, quotes, reels, graphics or whatever comes to mind in a matter of minutes. Then you download it and post it on Instagram. But I also joined a stock photo membership and actually paid for lifetime access for it last year. It's called Styled Stock Society. I'll include the link in the show notes. Thanks to them, I have access to many, many stock photos as well as Canva templates and they add new ones weekly. That definitely saves me time and helps me to stand out with graphics that I wouldn't really create myself as I'm just not a graphic designer. But you don't need to invest in that and Canva is more than enough. In fact, you can create a few templates and simply use different text, pictures and covers on each and have brand consistency on your feed. Now let me share when I post. I usually try to get one Instagram post out and publish it in the morning between 8 and 11 a.m. As I'm in Europe though, that means the afternoon for me. Before you have an engaged audience, the time of posting won't really matter. Once you do have people though, you can just check the insights section of your business profile to see when they are most active. Often you already know that as you yourself are an Instagram user. You know who your ideal client or reader is and you can imagine how their day goes. If you like to scroll through Instagram in the morning or spend a few hours there and engage with people while your kids are at school or taking a nap, then that's what other moms do as well, together with any woman working from home. The more time you spend on Instagram, the more you learn about the platform and what does well. So keep publishing now, don't think about results, simply provide value and after a month or so, review everything. See the posts people engaged with the most, who responds to your stories, what topics they enjoy the most, what time of the day your people are most active, who you enjoy following and why. Instagram is built for engagement and it's a visual platform, so respect that. Create visual content and form real connections with people. Engage with the content of those following you, leave comments and genuinely enjoy seeing their updates and starting conversations. For example, I not only increased my reach on Instagram and connected with amazing people, but I also turned my whole feed into a source of daily inspiration for me. When I log in, there's only positive posts from women who are into business or into manifestation and personal development or into all of this. We have similar interests, can motivate each other, ask questions and recommend other things to learn. As for posting stories, there are no rules there. What's best is to, of course, only post when there's something interesting going on and just do it every few hours throughout the day as that will help you to always show up on top for your followers and they are more likely to click and see what you are up to. Now, I can't tell you how personal to get and what to share on stories as this depends on what areas of your life you're opening to people online. I might share some updates from my day but mostly I try to keep it to a minimum and still share to provide value or to help my posts get seen.
Usually half of people scroll their feed and see posts and the rest prefer to only check stories. Some do both of course, but the point is that anyone can miss your new post or story if you only say this once. That's why you should stay consistent with your content creation. Now let me tell you how I choose what to post. I tried planning this, but it's not that natural. Of course you can just outline the topics you have each week of the month and depending on how organized you are, you can also create the graphics and schedule each post ahead of time. I don't do that. I make sure I'm in a good mood and energetic when I'm showing up on Instagram and it's okay for me to skip a day or even a few and not post or not even open the app. I come back when I have something to say, am ready to engage with others and I'm excited to share something new I worked on with them. I respect their time, so I don't want to post just for the sake of posting and showing up on their feed. Choosing the topic I'm talking about is often based on intuition, passion and just what I'm working on that day. It can also be inspired by a comment or message or email I receive which gets me thinking. So I can share some tips on that topic together with my post or create a whole new one related to this. Other times, I'll just remember to post something that day and add an inspiring caption or share part of my story that might help others. But usually, a few things remain consistent, such as when there's a podcast episode or an interesting blog post, income report, or an interview I publish. Then I create a beautiful graphic for it and a few stories to show people what it's about and encourage them to read or listen to the whole thing by clicking my bio link. I can also post about it one more time with, let's say, a quote that's part of it or just something related to the process of creating that piece of content. So if you're constantly wondering what to talk about on Instagram, chances are you might not be creating any content outside of it. Because if you publish even one blog post or podcast episode or video on YouTube a week, then you cannot just promote it over the course of two whole days so that everyone hears about it, but you can also discuss topics related to it the whole week. It's interesting because usually if you have lack of clarity on Instagram and not enough content to share or some other things that don't feel right, it means your whole content strategy and business might be out of alignment. And that's exactly what I'm going to help content creators with, with the new course I'm working on now. And that's why it's called Fearless Content because it literally teaches you how to release all that's no longer serving you, then define what platforms you should be using in your business and what content you should be creating. Okay, another question I wanted to answer is how to organize your feed. Instagram is a visual platform and what looks good gets attention there. That can be bad if someone is materialistic and comparing themselves to perfection that is actually an illusion, but it can also be good As for example, I stepped up my branding game and the visual content I created simply because I was spending more time on Instagram and wanted things to be visually appealing. I used the Planoly app to just see how the overall vibe of the feed will be when I add a few new posts. And some basic rules I'm following for myself are to have a quote or something else with a lot of white space followed by a photo. I don't use the same filter or anything. I just make some photos lighter using the free Lightroom app simply because it's often too dark at my place and I just like it lighter. I also stick to similar colors, fonts and designs and that is all inside Canva 
where you simply need to choose a few brand elements and include them on any post you create. But I never let perfectionism get to me, as it can be overwhelming to try and create the most beautiful feed, and often, this has little to do with the value you provide. I want my Instagram to be a place where people can find empowering captions and also real business and mindset tips, but it's all about the content and the message of each post. How it looks is just something I spent a bit of time thinking about and planning, but never too much. Because if you start comparing yourself to others, you risk losing your authenticity and your unique gifts can't shine. So go with the flow, use the colors you enjoy and which fit your personality and the topics you are covering. And all this will eventually lead to a consistent brand online and offline and an aligned business. I really hope all this helps you. If not else, at least you have examples of how someone else is using Instagram for business and why I do what I do. So you can follow a similar direction when taking decisions about your brand and how you want to show up on social media. Reach out to me on Instagram at Let's Read Success if you want to talk about any of this and I'd love to connect with you. This was a really spontaneous and pleasant podcast episode and it fits so well with everything else I want to teach and that I want to be an example of. I already know what next week's episode is going to be about and I think you'll love it. Thanks for tuning in today and make sure you check out the show notes for all the resources I mentioned. Bye for now!